What up, everybody? Just wanted to say a big thank you to everybody who has supported Lockdown Universe for the past three years. I really appreciate you. And if you've been thinking about a way to support, but you didn't have $1.99 to support for each month, that is okay. If you want to just buy me a coffee, there's an option for you to just buy me a coffee inside the description of each episode moving forward. So just highlight that, put it in your browser. You can go right there and buy me a coffee or two or three. I like coffee. Who doesn't? And I would really appreciate it. And it would keep me awake enough to make more podcasts for you guys. So uh, I would appreciate that and just wanted to let you know. Thanks for that. And thanks for supporting the podcast. Let's get to the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So how has it been? I apologize, I've been gone for a few days and I've been very, very busy, so I wanted to get back into it and catch up with you guys. And I had to get some good material. You know, I think like when you when you get this far, you know, into research and taking a look at things and the government isn't really giving out a lot of information and and there isn't new stories because, well, let's face it, Google covers everything up. Uh, You have to do some more digging, you know, you have to get some uh, eyewitness accounts, you have to get some some personal experiencers to write about their stories and uh, or give it out. Uh, In my case, um, you know, I'll either pull from books, I'll pull from articles that I deem semi-worthy. my last uh, in- <laughs> excursion on my podcast, I went a, uh, I went a little off script. I I, I uh, came up with a, a funny story. Um, I think that you have to, you have to have some creativity sometimes. You know, you have to. When we jump out in into our creative endeavors, sometimes writing stories is good. Having a little fun is good, but being truthful about what you're doing, right? Telling people, hey, man, this is just a story that's made up, and this one is real, you know? You can have a little fun. So um, this story uh, does have a legit source. Uh, it comes from Richard Doty off the Gaia podcast, and, or the Gaia show, um, Cosmic Disclosure. And it's really interesting. He talked about a NATO team. Well, before this, I should title the podcast, shouldn't I? I this podcast will be called uh the triangular headed egyptian alien underneath giza about that for a title so richard doty who is who is an office of special investigations uh officer for the air force or was he's retired now uh came on to cosmic disclosure and talked about a 1990 nato team not just american military but all all of the NATO allies came together, created a military team, and sent a team to explore the pyramids. Um, because there's been many reports of the pyramids, and I, I'm going to do kind of a multi-topic or a multi-podcast about the pyramids because there's so much information from healing tombs to healing devices, sarcophagi to what what are the pyramids what are they are they energy centers 
to aliens within the pyramids themselves. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this podcast. I will get to all the other information in subsequent podcasts. So for today, a 1990s NATO team went to explore a pyramid, <coughs> pyramid um, and in, at Giza and went underneath the pyramid. See, a lot of people think that everything is above ground with the pyramids. There's lots of chambers underground that, underground that they're still exploring. So in the 90s, granted, it's like 30 years ago, um, they went in. And what they found in one chamber was a live extraterrestrial, which seems incredible considering that ancient Egypt was, what, 2000 to 4000 BC? So it's a long time ago. So what they found when they breached the doors of this particular chamber was this 5,000-year-old minimum live ET that appeared to be lethargic. But it didn't look like your standard ET. It didn't even look humanoid, they stated. They stated that uh, it was wearing a headdress that similar to what the Egyptians used to wear. Um, it was about seven feet tall. It did have, um, a triangular head. Um, and it was appearing to not live off of any sustenance, only the sustenance of the energy of the pyramid. What the CIA found in decades before was that these pyramids are energy centers. They have frequencies within them, and I'm not going to get too much into detail because I want to save it for another podcast, but they found that they are energy centers. They do give off frequencies and they, they do have healing uh, properties. Um, and you, you may have heard of that in the past. You may have seen it in movies, but this is coming from somebody who actually did work within the government and, and, and was briefed and given information on what the government had found. And they did find that these pyramids did have these healing powers. So this 5,000 year old minimum, uh, Egyptian, E.T., who wore a headdress like the Egyptians, uh, was found within this pyramid. Now, what's interesting to me is that it's still wearing the headdress from like 5,000 years ago. You know, that's that's really fascinating because Egypt has always been known as this like marvel of time. You know, this very advanced civilization that lived like 6,000 years ago before, you know, we our contemporary living style, you know, before electricity, before what we deem as electricity, they probably had with, you know, Baghdad batteries, with some of those engravings in the Egyptian um, uh, pyramids, they had these light bulbs that had this like snake-like looking thing that looked like a filament within them. And there's multiple uh, hieroglyphs with these, these huge light bulbs within them. So many people believe that the Egyptians did have uh, power. And it was it would be the only way to really see within side of the pyramids because if you brought fire inside, you would smoke yourself out. It'd be a really tough existence to be within side those pyramids where it'd be completely pitch black, no light would enter in to most of those chambers. You'd have to have a light source that would be smokeless, and it would have to be probably electric of some kind. Um, so whether that was given to them by the aliens or they had created it themselves. As up for debate, but yeah, that's it's really interesting. Um, so they they discovered this alien, and they believe that this alien was a guard of some sort. 
that it was like guarding something within the tomb itself or within the uh, chamber itself. They're unsure as to what. Um, they did find some devices that uh, were healing devices. So that's pretty interesting. And I, I will get into that in the next podcast as well. Um, so they believe that this guy was, you know, protecting um, some technology. What that is, you know, could be those devices. It could have been just the, um, the, 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 uh, the pyramid chamber itself. So it's pretty fascinating. I think that there's a lot of, a lot of things to look into with this particular uh, story. You know, what's this 5,000-year-old alien doing there? What was it doing the entire time? Were there monitors in this room? Were there other devices that weren't uh, briefed out to anybody else? Were there, um, is there a spaceship underneath Giza? Uh, a lot of people believe that there is. Because these pyramids, apparently, uh, reportedly by Richard Doty, are were were given um, the alphabet soup agencies were given information by some of the aliens that they had at Area Fifty One, and they were told that these pyramids were energy sources. Not only energy sources, though, they were geographical markers, not only on Earth but also on other planets as well. So I thought that was kind of fascinating. I thought that at least having that information is, is important. But why do we need these energy centers to be guarded for 5,000 years? You know, is it important for these, these energy centers to be on the planet, to power the planet, to power their monitoring of the planet, to power their monitoring of this neck of the woods in the, in the galaxy? Are they, you know, relaying information long-term, long distance to, uh, you know, their home planet or to a space station from earth? You know, there's, there's lots of questions about why would they need a 5,000 year old alien guard or, you know, employee or whatever you, you will individual within the, within the pyramid itself. Couldn't, couldn't it just have their technology within this pyramid relaying it or doing whatever it needs to do without somebody being there? What I think is really interesting is they only found one living ET. You know, that's what's really weird. You know, if if there was like a, gr like a, a group of scientists there, okay, that makes sense, right? There's a group there. They're... They're, they're doing some experimentation, they're, they're monitoring, whatever they're monitoring, but for a singular alien to be there, it just seems kind of bizarre, almost like he was left behind. Um, you know, even, even in the military, we don't send one person out, it's always groups of twos, you do the buddy system. I think most species would probably do the same. They're not going to just throw one person out there. Um, so, what do you think about this particular case is it legit is it is it bizarre well that's definitely bizarre especially since it's wearing the egyptian headdress i think that's really interesting um that if it is wearing the egyptian headdress then we got to know that it was it's been around since ancient egypt because that's what they wore and so did the did the aliens influence ancient egypt or did ancient e egypt influence the aliens and get them to wear their headdress that's kind of interesting um you know, and, and what we know about ancient Egypt is that they were very familiar with 
um, you know, jewelry with gold. We know that the pyramids were gilded at one point with gold as well. So, you know, there's particular points within the pyramid that were gilded reportedly uh, by uh, Doty and by uh, Tim on the Cosmic Disclosure uh, Program. So gold, we know, is a great, great uh, trans, trans, uh, transducer, I guess is the, is the right word. Um, it, uh, it allows transmission of electricity to go through it. So we know that there's there's value in gold, and that's why it's still valuable to this very day. So, I don't know. This story is really weird. <laughs> I, you know, the only other, like, buried living alien I've heard of is the one that Doty talked about um, a few podcasts ago. I did maybe 10 or 15 podcasts ago about um, an alien uh, an alien team, though. It wasn't just a singular alien, but it was like a guard. Um that they had seen that looked somewhat similar to that alien. It had a triangular head as well. So it didn't have the Egyptian headdress, but it had, it had the triangular head and it was seven seven feet tall. Um, so are they, and that one was in Sandia Labs uh, area, like New Mexico area. So is it possible that these same aliens are underneath, you know, the ground in these sandy areas in particular for some reason? These aren't your typical Three foot tall gray aliens. These aren't reptilians. These aren't, you know, Agarthians. These are these are very different species. Um, they said their arms and their hands were not similar to a humanoid at all, but very kind of kind of um, like if if a three year old was drawing like a human, right, with like really squiggly lines. You know, like your fingers would be all kind of kind of squiggled out. You know, kind of. Uh, not not 100 accurate right so no, no offense against uh three-year-olds i've had my own so um but we know how they draw so it's just something to think about you know what why was this alien there and why was it if it was looking so non-humanoid was it dying you know it's just there's so many questions you know but if it was living off the power of the of the pyramid can we also extend our lives by these, by the energies of the pyramid? That's what I wonder. And I wonder if that's something that we can use to heal ourselves and continue our, our, our good health. Nobody says we have to live 5,000 years. I think mean, that's a bit long, but if we can live healthier for, you know, a good hundred years, that would be nice because by the time you hit 60, 70, you're, you're smoked out, you're tired. You, you don't have the muscle mass anymore either. So something to think about. Anyway, guys, I'll let you go. I'm going to jump to the next podcast. Join in, listen in. I hope you guys are having a great day. Take care of yourself spiritually, physically, emotionally, and follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, Lockdown Universe out.